Friday night, let's have some fun. Let's get together and play a ton with Matt and John and Mike and Bill. I almost forgot that other Matt too. Friday night games are a group of friends who play and discuss board games almost every Friday for the last two to three years, and some of us even longer. We are currently picking from a variety of different games and playing them. If this is your first time tuning in, expect discussion of gameplay and not a step-by-step instruction on how to play. With us today is, and we're going to use our superhero powers today, so... The Bearded Wonder! Agent Elect... 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 Tron... 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 Master Bader! <laughs> not a villain. Okay, so today we played you, Super Powered. We really want to get this review out. So we're going to say if you want to see the mechanics of the game, go to Kickstarter. But we will give a small overview. This game is a deduction game where you're trying to figure out who's the heroes and who's the villains. Everyone has superpowers in front of them that everyone can see. You have a secret weakness. You're trying to win missions, which consists of two crises. In each crisis, you're improving your way through it using your superpowers and whatever items were revealed. Okay, so let's get started. How the fuck did you slingshot a panda? <laughs> and think you were gonna win? Let's let's hold on. Let's let's back this up. Let's back this up. We're gonna work backwards. All right. <laughs> so I slingshotted a panda. How did that happen? Hold on. Why don't you, why don't you explain the scene? What do you what do you have to? What was your crisis? So okay. So to win the mission, it was me. Uh, Matt and who was my partner? I was, was that Bill. was me. Yeah. That was okay, me. so you chose. So Bill chose me. The crisis was I had to save a panda. panda. I'm just gonna add it was a bad choice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a note: we were laughing the whole time. So I mean, that was a good, good, you know, good event that happened. So I, I had plant powers and I had uh, elasticity. I had to get this panda back to the zoo. I don't really remember the whole scenario, but I had to get the panda back to the zoo. And panda so, escaped, and you had to get it back. Right. So safely, I, I might safely, add. Safely. <laughs> safely underlined <laughs> and italicized. Safe. Safe. So out of the items, I, I had a I had a random box and I pulled immediately out a uh, like bamboo because I can manipulate plants. And so I stuck the bamboo in the ground. And if you didn't know, bamboo can grow really rapidly. So I used my plant powers to grow a giant forest of bamboo. And then using that, I lured the panda into this giant forest and then made and then manipulated the bamboo again to make a cage around the bamboo. And this is where I got a little complicated because how do I get the, bam- the, the panda back to the zoo in its cage? So yeah, explain this one to the, to the <laughs> listeners. Explain to them your thought process on getting it back to the well, zoo. Well, mind you, there's only 30 seconds and you're improving the whole thing. And it is, I wouldn't say it's stressful, but it's kind of like, you're kind of like, oh man, what do I got? What do I got? Especially when you, you're not the one who read the cards. I was a sidekick, so it just got passed to me. And it's like, here you go, figure it out, right? So it's a little bit harder. I decided to make two posts with the bamboo and use my elastic body to slingshot the cage back to the zoo. What's Killing the panda instantly on impact. No, no. <laughs> no, hold on. Don't even try to argue it, because as soon as we said that, you went, okay, I pull a Jeep, and you corrected yourself, so you knew it was wrong. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I had 30 seconds. I had 30 seconds. And yeah, I but did... don't defend it now. Hey, you gave me a success. I didn't. I would have failed you, Matt. No if, ands, or buts. Matt, you gave me a success. I thought it was funny. Because <laughs> even if you shot a panda, I mean, I, I don't know what your aim is like shooting pandas. It probably would have ended up in a school or something. <laughs> 
I don't know. I don't, I don't know even my take that into consideration. Yeah. I don't know. I'm great at Angry Birds. I hit my mark every time. Yeah. So Bill, if Bill was me. He would have got it to the zoo. And you can make you can make I comfortable. I killed it, but I would have got it there. <laughs> you can make comfortable blankets out of you know. I could have like extra cushion bamboo blankets for this panda. You could have got back pretty mm. easily. I mean, at least you were uh, environmentally sustainable with the bamboo. I'll give you that. <laughs> And what was the other question? Why doesn't the the panda eat its way out of the cage? I think somebody asked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess he's well, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I want to admit. Okay, I got a success, Bill. Don't put me down. <laughs> so did I. But either way, don't put me down. I won the judges there. He um. The judges were soft. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> soft You're like soft. the panda. Oh, I am, especially in the midsection. <laughs> Pandas eat bamboo really slowly, so there's no way they would eat all the bamboo. That's so I'm going to go said. back to my question I asked her in the game. Then why did you have to grow an entire forest of bamboo? <laughs> to lure the panda, man. Come instead on. of just a little grove, it was a forest. For, for, <laughs> for the style point. Come on. How, none of you did anything that crazy throughout the whole game. Was, whole listen, forest. I grew a big giant wall of metal to stop a boat. That's not as exciting. And you were like, giant. fuck you guys. It's tinfoil now. <laughs> so his power was able to manipulate metal into different shapes. So he takes uh, and a girder. Reform. Reform, yes. To any shape or so size. He takes an I-beam that he's able to lift, which tells us it can't be very heavy. And he forms it into <laughs> an entire wall, which we now assume is tinfoil. Which has got to be thin. And he wants a boat to run into it and stop. There we go. That's fine. It works. <laughs> we didn't give him that. No, we, we totally did not give him that. What other uh, funny moments happened? Did, did you guys forget about the flying lawnmower with the mongoose and the mouse to <laughs> find the snake? Go, go for go it. Go you can explain. Please introduce us to that concept. <laughs> well, my uh, task was to find a, a poisonous snake that got stuck in someone's yard and had to find the snake before it hurts anyone. And my ability was flying and water manipulation. So I fi figure, hey, let's just go to this shed because you get the items from them and, and grab a mongoose who can find the snake and eat it. Uh, a mouse, which would entice the snake to come out, and a lawnmower, because I can fly around really quick, and I personally have a snake living in my lawn <laughs> that comes up every time I cut the lawn, so I figure it would work with every snake. You know, you know how to handle yeah, it, because you actually experience work. this in real life. Yeah, yeah. So this is a, like every day for me. Which, by the way, that wasn't that's just that's a phallic. You mow comment. your lawn every day? <laughs> These are not phallic comments. These are all true. And this sounds to me, by the way, this was a perfect thought out scenario. He had the bait. He had the trap. He was cutting down the grass so he could find it easier. And he did it with style. You know why? I think it's because Matt, with the snake in his lawn, he probably really just wants to get rid of it. So he probably like sat he, there at night like, if I could fly, he thought of this, whole <laughs> this is what I would do. And had a mongoose. <laughs> The mongoose is already coming from eBay. The mouse is coming from Amazon. And the lawnmower is in the garage. Yeah, I've already Too thought bad about they'll this. be dead when they get there. I've already thought about it for years. Just finally be able to execute it in this game. Yeah. <laughs> so you can finally fly. It, it seems like, just, just as a little side note, we have. it seems like we have a lot of good moments. <laughs> a lot of like funny... I, I loved the ones. In this game, you have to sort of guess if someone's a villain or the hero. And I picked Matt to with his X-ray vision. Hey, and we're his, not even at that part of this podcast yet. <laughs> <laughs> to pick, to pick. Um, his scenario was to find these people lost in a in an earthquake. And I figured with your X-ray vision, 
you'd be able to spot them out really easily and then figure out some way to, you know, to get them out from the rubble, which would be pretty easy because you can use an item, you know, wrench them out, a jackhammer, something like that. But instead he decides to find combustible material <laughs> and start, I'm assuming you were trying whoa. to make a bomb to back, feed them. Let's but. back it up a second here. Back <laughs> it up. I had, I had the flame ability so I can manipulate flames. So I really wanted to win those style points. No. Bull. <laughs> he just wanted to burn them alive. Yeah, it sounded like you just wanted to kill some people. I was a supervillain that game. So. <laughs> Too obvious. What mechanics work well and why? What really stood out? I think the idea that not only like you have that 30 seconds to come up with a scenario kind of added a whole uh, improv element, which was pretty cool. It also kind of gets everybody at the table speaking, whether it's coming up with the ideas about how they're freeing somebody or coming back with the ideas about like the, the rebuttal as to why did it work, how did it work. And it really gets everybody talking and communicating. So just as like a little note, this game is very similar to Resistance. And that what Bill's talking about is that when you when you have to describe the situation that you're trying to fill the objective, you have 30 seconds to basically use your superhero powers and items on the table to solve the problem. And it kind of gets you involved. So if you're like doing a Resistance thing, you know, I played Resistance and people were, some people are really quiet. This forces you out of that shell and you actually have to like do you have to actually say stuff and solve something. So it's actually a lot of fun to see how they do that. I thought what was cool with this game is there's actually two parts. There's the individual missions that you use your improbabilities or you use them poorly and give yourself away. And if the missions win, then the heroes win. And then the other part of the game kicks in where if you're really obvious, people guess who you are, then they lose. So it was kind of like how good at you are improving something successful and how good are you not only at improving something, but faking it. And like that you're legitimately trying and going, oh, I didn't think about that or something like the, the sheet metal thing. I think it seemed like you were legitimate with it. And I believe that, but it could have been all fake. You know, I don't know. That, that's what's cool about this. Hey, mechanics of this game really stand out to you guys? I really enjoyed how much fun we had. How do you gauge the fun? By how loud we are and how much <laughs> we're laughing and like just having fun. I, I like the improv piece of it and the time factor because you're, you're under stress. You don't think of everything. Cause for me, like I, what was my thing where I was like, oh, the gas generator. Um, I had to stop a, uh, I, did, I had to pretty much, I had to refuel or fix a gas powered generator to save patients in the hospital. But I had the power to manipulate machinery. So I was like, oh, I'll make this an electric thing, even though the city's power grid was down when I could have just went to a shed and got gas and refueled it and then went on my merry way. So like given that 30 seconds, you know, you don't think of all the options that possibly could be available to you. And I think that's kind of funny to work around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it was also funny, too, because bring up another point. When you said all that stuff, we have an electrician and an electrical engineer here. <laughs> and, they're, and they were the ones judging it. <laughs> I was scratching my head like, wait a minute. <laughs> and to be, the, fair, the fairest, funniest part of the whole damn thing is the engineer goes, eh, I'll give it a success. <laughs> yeah. That just goes to show engineers for you. I'm just going to say that right now. It oh, goes that's, to a, show. that's a typical electrician comment. It goes to show I was the hero and I was being way too obvious with it. Like, yeah, you win, whatever. That's <laughs> against the rules. Heroes have to be honest. Uh, yeah, it, it does actually say there's a superhero code of being honest and stuff. So you were you're being a villain. Hmm. So, <laughs> you were an undercover hero. I had a blast playing it. Uh, what was your what was your strategy? So who who had heroes? Who had villains? Um, I had one of each. Uh, I was an undercover hero, and then the other one I was just a regular hero. I was both, but the second time really didn't count. And I was a villain both times which matches them in real life 
<laughs> so okay so wait, anyone have any strategies you want to share about what you're doing what i liked about this is you get two powers and that i was really trying to strategize and how to use them together it was kind of hard mm-hmm. sometimes it's obvious and sometimes it's not right yeah i know you were trying to do with x-ray and then killing everyone (laughs) (laughs) i like like when i was the villain the last round we played i was intentionally trying to act it out that i was actually thinking about doing what i was doing but intentionally trying to fail the mission so that's it's a weird balance that you have to find right so you have to be like i'm actually legit think that i can do this and and get a success out of it but i know that you know, turning a gas generator into an electric generator, it's not going to fly, right? So, like, I, I was intentionally trying to fail, but acting I out that I think you actually it. tried thinking that. And... <laughs> <laughs> I was a villain twice. Uh, the first time, I kind of did the same strategy as you, where I actually just tried to pretend to be a, a hero. And then what I was doing was I was, um, you have these super weaknesses, which are basically, like, kryptonite. Everyone has a color. And then that stops you from using the items. So I was trying to put things in there that would help fail using the items rather than trying to like so and then the second time i just i don't know i tried playing it differently i'll be honest i did try to like fail that mission but i didn't expect it to to go as badly (laughs) as it did (laughs) with blowing up the house basically but i was like oh maybe i can figure out something to use my firepower and fail it but then i'm like wow this sounds horrible (laughs) so it's like i want to blow up everything so that didn't really work but I'm sure you could do a little better. Someone with a little better improv skills could probably do it better than me. I don't think that was any of us. Mechanic-wise, I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence with this. Like, I fully intend to fund this one myself because I do like the game. I almost feel like I'd make it more of a house rule thing, though. Like, I love the party aspect in the beginning, playing the missions, coming up with the, the story as to how you're beating it, everything else. The deduction part of it at the end, I kind of found... Not that it was lacking, but... I don't know. It just, it didn't feel as good to me as the rest. Like all the examples we have were about that. The ending, it was just like, eh. Maybe, um, I don't know. Maybe we need more. We only actually got the to other play problem, the ending. the people, I think, yeah. We only got to play the ending once too. Because the yeah. one, one game we outright, me and you, Bill, as villains outright won. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to say. And, and I think like us, like we're, we're party game people, but we're also like, I don't know. I, I play, I play with another group and they're very vocal and, and yeah. stuff and, I could see them really enjoying that part. Whereas like us, I think we enjoy the imagination side. I think we're all like the four of us are very imaginative people. Yeah. I I don't know. I just look at it as that part of it. It just didn't feel as flushed out. The, the, the other part of it was just so fun. So entertaining that it just, to me, it it overshadows the other side of it. I think you just have to come up with the good questions too, to ask. Right. I feel like uh, Matt was put on the spot to try to figure out with all without having all the information because you didn't even play that round at yeah. all right so no one knew what your weakness was so like matt just sort of had to guess with little information you right? want to elaborate matt yeah i mean i i i kind of liked how you have the improv stuff and that you can actually fake winning it or or whatever and at the end, when you had to guess, I feel like I didn't have enough data. Like we just went around once, and I'm like, "That's so, it." So, so just as a note, uh, the second game, really only three out of the four people got to play, and two out of the three rounds for a four-player game. So it was really hard to guess what Bill Bill didn't get to play. So we had no idea what Bill was. And even if we did, the the part that gets me is even with one more round, if I was in it and somebody else, 
with one card being burned, so you don't know how many heroes, how many villains are out there, and not everybody, like, depending on who gets to choose, if they were only in one, like, say I was the one choosing for some reason, I was only in that one round, I still had very limited data. It's just, it didn't seem like you could really make that assumption with the three turns you're allotted. I think, like, it should be rounds per player. So, like, everyone gets a chance to play, choose the missions, choose the sidekick. That way you can get a better idea and gauge your questions at the end if you can get to ask questions. Yeah. I think the uh, the comparison that was we kept making with this game is trying to compare it to two other games, which was uh, Secret Hitler or Resistance. And with Resistance, it was in a four-player game, you have five rounds. So that fifth round is really, I mean, you're never really guessing who everybody is at the end, but you have that data now because you've done four rounds to decide who's going to go on a mission with you, etc. And I feel like this is that's where this was missing is that extra round. So so in defense, I think we just, like, we had a four people. If we had three rounds, it would have been better because then... We could have figured out we would some we you definitely would have had well maybe you wouldn't have had another round to play but you probably would have had another round to play and it would have been easier to easier but I think it'd still be damn hard because of the lack of data you're still gonna have it is funny because I I know our we're older so our brains aren't as sharp so it was really funny when like Matt saw my card <laughs> my super weakness <laughs> and still couldn't remember and you know what even though I saw John's and I saw a bunch of years a bunch of, I could not remember it it's just like <laughs> like. Can I write this down? <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, I mean, in the didn't know that I had to guess at the end and all that. So it Sorry. was kind of it was kind of tough to, you know, like oh, I gotta remember all this. And I'm and I'm actually trying to think right now. If I was the superhero, why would I act like a villain? You wouldn't, right? So it's really just the villains would try to all act like superheroes, and that's it. Yes. Right. You wouldn't want to purposely fail anything. I'm just kind of. You'd want to be subtle about failing stuff. Yeah. As the villain, but not as the superhero. Right. Superhero is going to blatantly try to do the best they can. And then as undercover, you want to subtly fail too, so you can be picked. Yeah. Or, or try to you, win. Yeah, I was going to say, you're going to want to win, because obviously the villains would want to win, but you don't want to be as obvious. Like, you, I don't know. Yeah. You'd kind of want to look like more like a villain, but still help win. It's kind of yeah. interesting. Yeah. I like that concept. It's good. Yeah, it's cool. I'm just thinking about it. Like I say, there's a fine line where I'd probably just make some simple house rule adjustments, like maybe don't burn the card so you know, or you show it at the end so you have an idea at least what you're guessing, how many villains. Or like I say, go the extra round or two to let everybody see a couple people interacting with each other instead of just maybe that one time, mm-hmm. which kind of skews it if that person isn't involved with the uh, play or with the guessing. How long did the game take to learn? And how long do you think a replay session will take? So two four-player games took, what, an hour? So half an hour each. Yeah. So it's pretty quick. And I think if we had eight people, it might take a little bit longer. But maybe maybe <laughs> it would be like two games, so it would be like an hour. Probably. Pretty good. Uh, how many more rounds do you do? With eight people, you need to win four missions, and then you play a maximum of seven. Yeah, so you're basically doubling it up. Yeah. Yeah. I still think like it needs to go all the way around, but talk yeah. about that in a second. Maybe that maybe that was just something that they worked out during their playtesting. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. It's got to be reason behind it, right? Maybe maybe it would be too easy to guess if we kept going. If yeah, we kept prob- going, probably. So maybe eliminating the one. Maybe that's why they did to eliminate the one player, just in case. For our instance, where you didn't even get chosen to pick a card, right? So. Well, in that case where you didn't get chosen, Bill, I feel like Matt. So the three of us chose, and you guys chose me twice. Matt probably should have chose you, and that's on Matt. <laughs> yeah. basically yeah <laughs> you yeah. shoot you showed a flaw but you probably uh-huh. should have chose the guy who yeah. didn't get picked 
Yeah. Yeah, like I say, for me, I think the, the thing is I'd probably have a variant where it's like cut the guessing out and just kind of see if you can get the villains to win so many or get the, uh, because that side of it was the fun part. Overall impressions and who would you recommend this game to or who wouldn't you recommend this game to? I'm going to say more advanced gamers are going to probably enjoy it. At least the whole game as a whole. There's more cards to it, more complexity to it than something like Resistance. But at the same time, you're going to get the the family oriented or the the creative people that are really going to love the, the improv in this one. But again, it is harder. So I would probably go to somebody a little more intermediate to advanced for gaming. I agree. I think having a good group of friends that do game nights often it's 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 a light game considering how much stuff is involved with the setup. It's pretty easy to pick up and learn. But I think being with like good friends that play games because you're having a lot of fun coming up with the improv stuff. Is- I mean, um, you know, Bust Out, Werewolf, Resistance, Secret Hitler, see how people like it, and then you can move on to this one. I feel, you know, and then with the uh, new legalization in Canada, you can make yourself a little more creative and do some fun <laughs> stuff. <laughs> So so instead of like a drinking night, this would be like a pot super paradise. Although nothing would get done because you know you'd all be like, well, we wouldn't be podcasting. <laughs> we'd be we, we'd be done playing and it'd be sitting on the couch eating munchies. I think you guys hit the nail around the head. I was just gonna say like this this game would be the one you play after you play a game of resistance. I actually like this better than those games. It's a lot more fun and it gets people who normally would be more quiet during those games more involved. And I thought that that's awesome. And a little bit of background. So this is actually made by a group of friends who have a game night. I think there's like five of them and they like the games like Resistance and Secret Hitler. So I'm like, okay, this is all making sense, right? And to me, they made a better game. They made a game that, you know, once you play those games, you kind of get bored of them. This game would be the one that you wouldn't really get bored of because it actually has a lot of improvisation. And for like, you know, moving moving on from this, they they can make so many more expansions basically for each oh, yeah. section. So it's so easy to make a very good improv ish game for that. Yeah, expansion crisis and everything else. Yeah, easy. The other games, I guess there's a lot more stuff to guess what what happened. So, well, this one was fairly simple. Like, what car did you see, and like, what did they do? And it seems like it'd be a game that you get better at as you play with a group. You're better at improving and better at lying about it <laughs> yeah. stuff like that hey john why don't you pull up that picture by the way and read that card the crisis card oh yeah yeah <laughs> what a freaking tongue twister if i've ever heard one that was my card by the way so oh, the crisis is called pocket picked a pick pocket pick pitcher peter porter's pocket in the player's private parking lot and pilford peter's prepaid portable phone that's the objective like, the objective is to stop this dealer before he escapes on the subway <laughs> 60 steps away <laughs> So that was, that was really fun. I, and I think a lot of the cards are like that too. And you lost that one flat out, I think, because there was a red crystal or whatever. <laughs> yeah. What you couldn't do is the yellow crystal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yellow, we, yeah. The, if you have a... Or blue. It was blue. If your kryptonite was on the field and it was either four of the same color or a big piece of it, then you, you lost. And Malite? Malite? Malite. Malite, sorry. How excited are you to play this game again? Like I say, I plan on f- buying it and playing it for sure. Uh, like I say, whether I tweak a few things for my own, but I definitely want to play it. I want to play with more people. That Yeah, I, I do want to see more people and think, see if it I makes a difference. Look, I think it would be better. So Yeah, yeah I would like to play it with uh, the full let's say, update players, right? I'd like to play it. I, li- I just kind of want to see all the different powers. Because we had flying and fire, the manipulation of plants, manipulation of machines... What, you can't remember? Oh, no, I can't. <laughs> yeah, I had one where you can manipulate water, and there was one about a speedboat going like with no one in it towards a, a pier, 
and my weakness was yellow crystals so there was a big yellow crystal in play and I'm, i was basically useless i couldn't do anything and i'm like oh man so i just threw it at john because it's worth more points and then he threw up his tinfoil yeah. <laughs> question of the day wow superheroes we always have a superhero i feel like we've done superhero and villains questions like nine times already. i think the simple straight up one what would your superpower be if you could choose one you know what? No, no. I'm going to change it. I'm going to change it. Yeah? A real life. My superpower would be shutting Matt up. <laughs> <laughs> real life, would you? Would your life turn you into a superhero, or would your life turn you into a villain? What do you mean? Like, I don't know. Like, like in like, my everyday life? Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm just a citizen. Don't think superpowers. What are you really good at, and then what would be the villain to what you're good at sending robots to do my evil commands it's sending robots so what would your my robots minions would do all my dirty work that would be my villainous so you'd be a villain and it would be evil it'd be the robot so bill is a industrial electrician yeah i program robots and yeah yeah so yours would be like making like you know evil robots to go kill people (laughs) steal (laughs) rob banks something i don't know whatever the villain would like how you chose evil but you said, what would you villain be? Yeah. Well, well no, su- superhero or villain. You just chose villain. Or you heard villain. Uh, f- robots seem villainous anyway. No hero has robots. Come on. I'll say nothing because it's too real. <laughs> <laughs> you scared Matt. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Since I am paid to be a leader, I would probably be some sort of hero. So does that mean you would be like the head honcho? Like you'd be collecting the superheroes or the team and like getting them together to do super cool stuff? All right. So yeah, here's the real question. Are you basically comparing yourself to Nick Fury or mm. Captain America? No, probably more like Nick Fury. Yeah. I'd be like the, Nick the guy behind the, the scenes. Yeah. Okay. That's cool because that's kind of like mine too. I want to, with computer programming, I would make myself disappear. I'd program myself out of existence. Oh, and then I would go me? around. That's pretty fucking things. dark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. From all of us at Friday Night Games, thank you for checking out our podcast. You can stream it on Spotify, Google Play, or visit our website at www.fridaynightgames.com. Also, please like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Currently, we plan to release two to three podcasts a month, and we hope to keep you listening. If you have any questions or comments you want us to address on our show personally, please post one of our socials, and we'll get back to you.